Hello everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And uh, as usual, just so grateful that we have this time to study the Word of God together, to learn the principles of God, particularly concerning what is the difference between the law of God and the promise of God, and when did they come into play, and how do they work in our lives. And so, as we go to study today, let's just open our time together with prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that we can come together to join with you to learn from your Holy Spirit the truths of your word. And so today as we study, O oh God, open our hearts and minds and our eyes and our ears, we ask to receive from you those things that you want us to know and then equip us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, we ask, to live according to the things we learn. We bless you and we thank you, O oh God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title to today's lesson is The Fullness of Time. And it's taken from the book of Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4. Paul the Apostle has been sharing a wonderful lesson about the importance of the law of God and how it relates to the promise of God. Because false teachers called Judaizers had infiltrated the church in Galatia, Paul felt it necessary to explain to them what that relationship was. He employed the example of a youthful heir who needed tutors and governors to train him before an inheritance would be left to his trust. The heir is like us, who were under the elements of the world when we were children. In chapter 4 and verse 4 of the book of Galatians, Paul speaks to the time limit for such actions. He wrote, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Just as there comes a time when a child becomes responsible and adult activities are entrusted to him, Paul says, but when the fullness of the time was come, in other words, just at the right time, when the completion of one time was fulfilled, or in this case, when the time of the law was in place. The law and the penalty for disobedience to it was over people until that law could be fulfilled. Since no one ever kept the law of God until Jesus, the penalty of the law, death, was the impending judgment for all. However, at just the right time, there was a change. Paul continues, God sent forth his son. When Jesus came at just the right time, there was an alteration to the way things were. No one kept the law before Jesus, and this put all men and women under judgment. But now that God sent forth his son, everything has changed. This son was no ordinary son, for he was made of a woman, made under the law. Jesus needed to be born from a woman, Mary, and under the law to identify with mankind. He lived as a man and yet was fully God. He knew the difficulties we have as people. And Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15 says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Until Jesus came, the law was not kept. However, after Jesus came, he fulfilled all the law under which he was made. 
for Jesus to save not only his own people of Israel, but also the people of the world, he needed to come to the earth and to keep the law perfectly. God was the one who sent him, and God did so at just the right time to open the way for a relationship and fellowship with mankind. Now that Jesus has come at the right time, we are no longer under the curse of the law as long as we rely upon, trust in, and believe the saving work of Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father knows what it takes to save us, and He controlled the timing of all things so that we might relate to Him. As we meditate upon God's timing today, perhaps we will realize to what lengths the Almighty God of the universe has gone to to simply have a fellowship time with us. May he receive all the glory for the great things he has done. Next time, we will see the reason for God sending his Son, so read ahead and let us join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.